Snake People, Orlando Recap, and The Worst Pickup Lines. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. I don't think I can wait for the worst pickup lines. They were so bad. I saw two that you put on the board, and I'm amazed that you forgot my favorite one. Why don't you say your first worst pickup line, please? Just jump in, and then we'll come back and explain it. Hi, Amy. How are you? I want to hear these pickup <laughs> lines. You think I'm kidding? Get to it. So a lot of it has to do with the Orlando recap. Amy and I have just come fresh off a trip to sunny, disgusting Orlando, Florida. Yay! I know you're thinking, but Melissa, Mickey lives there. That's not the Orlando we went to. We went to a very different Orlando than this, but... Yes, Mickey is there, and he is the reason one goes and celebrates Orlando. You would think. If you can afford it. You would think. Right. We went to a conference to celebrate women in podcasting, which is so much more important than the 7,000 crying, screaming, ear-popping children on both of our flights uh, to and from. Two things to which I would like to draw your attention, dear listener, is... Melissa, who dreads and hates traveling, I mean, instant diarrhea in the airport, had a fantastic commute. The person who went with every breath and fiber of her being to comfort me and to make life easier for me and to breathe with me and watch my bags while I should do bead and did all the wonderful things had a nightmare of a commute, not one, but two separate directions. So Amy, the most relatable topic in the world, is fucked up traveling situation. What the hell? I left you at the airport. What the hell happened to you with your, I have hours to sit and get work done. I'll be fine. The first text I get says, they've already postponed my flight an hour. The second text, another hour. What happened to you, Amy? How did you make it back home? I don't even know or or can barely remember. It is such a blip. <laughs> I went to the airport with the preloaded expectation that shit was going to suck. Like I had planned. This is part of my day. Just go sit in a lounge. Treat it like work remote, right? Go do your work. Don't worry about it. Just go. And I wasn't even able to do that because they bumped the flight, changed the flight. Everything that you could have go wrong with a flight went wrong with the flight right down to they sat me in an exit row, which normally you think is great because I ended up flying standby. I don't even want to get into it, right? Had a matter. seat on the plane. They moved me around so much. I'll they finally it. put me on. They finally put me on standby on some cockamamie flight. And the man next to me who also was flying standby for some reason of his booking that was messed up, He was having a mental health episode because he was in front of me in line. And his episode went like this. He was tapping his foot and shaking his hands repeatedly while he was very, very, very thoughtfully keeping his voice monotone. So you could just feel the energy vibrating off him. Like, I'm keeping myself together because what's happening is so not okay. It's so not okay. And they put him... Up against the door with those squeaky bolts. 
So the only thing between me and the door of a plane, it was the very model that they have now grounded, potentially that could fly off in flight, <laughs> is a man who was having a hard time keeping it together over his travel plans getting disrupted. They backed up the plane and moved us to a different gate twice. They drove the plane around because the gate wouldn't work. Normally, it's the plane that's fucked up. This time, it was the actual walkie thing. The walkie thing would not stop making a horrific noise as if, we're all going to die, we're all going to die, we're all going to die. Like, that was the kind of buzzer that was going off. And the people who were loading the plane started saying things like, just don't worry about it. Put them on anyway. Just don't worry about that. Until someone came and stopped them and said, excuse me, if the alarm is saying, do not use this jetway, jet plank, gangway, flang plank, flank plank, flang a plank, a human walker, walker, walker. If the noise say nosy, we're not going. So everybody had who had gone through had to come back. So I didn't even end up having the time where I thought, I'll sit with this long connection. I'm really only doing it so our times line up. No. That connection was eaten up with, we're going to cancel that flight. We're going to delay that flight. We're going to move this flight. We're going to fly you to Turkey, to Uzbekistan. And then we're going to fly you back on a turkey. Like it was just the most <laughs> ridiculous. It was so. Turkeys. But I digress. I made it home. I did all my work. Off I went to all my meetings. And here I am to tell the tale. I lived through it. Much like I lived through that conference that we attended. Boy, I felt like, I felt like there were a lot of endings at that show. New beginnings, sure, but it felt like closure to me. How did it feel to you? I embrace an opportunity to support a friend, especially when they work hard to accomplish something. So for me, that was an opportunity to support Jessica and kind of the end of her conferencing there. So yeah, I feel the ending of, of, and then someone else said, I've got more important things to do with my time than be a part of this anymore. Right. It was one of these things. We went to this conference and I don't have the world's highest expectations for conferences. I go to a ton of them. And this one was always going to be a very quick meeting, a quick gathering. There was really only one full jam packed day. You get there real early and you stay all the way through to an award ceremony that night. So it was everything happens in one day. That sets the expectation right off the bat. What kind of show this is going to be. And speaker after speaker after speaker got up and used their time at the podium for the weirdest shit I've ever seen in my life. The weirdest shit. And one, as you said, was someone in leadership who had organized the conference, got up and said, I just want to say. I'm out, bitches. You have to know when it's time. (laughs) And it's time. I'm done. We're done. I'm just so, you know, I need to spend time with my family and do all this stuff. And then, God bless her, the co-host of the conference got up, because she's kind of a a jokester, got up and said, news to me. And then everyone was like, what? Because it was the most just gasp-inducing craziness. They obviously knew this. I think that maybe she didn't realize she was going to use that moment to share that things are transitioning. Anyway, it was a fantastic gathering of like-minded people in a place that only podcasters could love, because it was a little... A little velveteen rabbity. It was just a little extra loved and very soft around the edges. Um, It's a really sweet way to put like the area was kind of a dump Um, to the point where (laughs) (laughs) to the point where Amy got a 
psychic reading because that's the neighborhood we were staying oh, in. Yeah, directly across the street. Because in the parking lot, there's a Wawa. The, in, the, in the actual connected to the building parking lot, there was a convenience store. So, And then across the street from... And the word of the hotel where we stayed was resort. So I think they're... They're uh, confused. Maybe, maybe could get a thesaurus because that one or an amenity. Get me, yeah. give me an amenity. It was, <laughs> it was. Uh, anyway, Amy, I, I'll be in the spa. What, what spa? You uh, will. You, you will. will. Where I'll put it, it to you like this. Uh, we were on the second floor and there was no elevator, so you were walking. Yeah. A, you were walking an outside set of stairs. Like I get that With your places that these places that are in beautiful places don't care much about having you walk on plein air that you can be outside you walking your campus my mom. <laughs> right because you're sort of and you go over a little and it's beautiful and they have they have water features and they have um lovely little lagoons and planks that you can walk through and all this kind of stuff that's all really charming what happened lovely. to you amy when you walked over a plank to the oh, past the lagoon oh. what happened something, to you something happens where you forget <laughs> that swarms of gnats instantly want to gather around this lagoon when it's 80 billion degrees and also going to rain and you have to walk using my pedometer a mile to the front desk to learn that your key didn't work so now you're walking two miles with your luggage over bumpily brumpily up 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 turn on the landing up 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 it was lovely no, I'm being really shitty about it because I didn't think it was awful. But at the same time, when you sort of step back and look at it, and you think, well, <laughs> that's not really how it's supposed to be. Is Correct. it? Correct. Is it? Yeah. A so. lot of things were almost like uh, stepchildy about this conference. It didn't help that a conference right next door had Dr. Drew Pinsky coming to speak in the morning. And it, it didn't help that we did look like the bastard stepchild of this entire field that we're in while we were there um food was not actually provided by the conference so amy and i are very good at fending for ourselves fantastic so we kind of ate at the same place several times is that a fair assessment several Yes. Okay. Sadly. Sadly, several. Yes. Also convening for this span of time was a PGA show. Mm -hmm. So all these golfers and vendors looking to appeal to golfers and corporate sponsors of golfers were all competing with us as we were told you have 90 minutes find a meal we're not serving you well the other challenge too is in addition to pga show being in town and that's a very large show if you're not familiar it's so large that people who had we were nowhere remotely near the orlando convention center so people from the pga show couldn't find anywhere to eat and came out and bogarted our little uh, stretch of land right so that should even tell you and Corner there was a 12,000 person attendee Sherwin-Williams conference at the same time so it was a lot of fuckers a lot of fuckers and they were you know messing with our flights everybody was trying to get out at the same time everybody was trying to eat at the same time everybody was trying to have a hotel with an elevator all things <laughs> were happening at the same time not to get eaten by gnats you know the exactly whole thing right. exactly right so. We were talking, we were laughing, we were going over this tiny bridge, and as our mouths were open laughing, 
God, we ate gnats. Gnats, oh gnats my in God, my teeth. Gnats. But see, that's the thing. Is it the hotel's fault that they have an outdoor, indoor setup? Is it their fault that that's that it's a campus where it sort of sprawls out across some water features and across little bridges and things like this? I mean, you so I can't blame them for gnats. I can blame them for some other things, but I can't blame them for gnats. So or the weather, right? I just don't necessarily love that setup when I'm there vacationing. I might have a different idea than if I'm there doing work and meeting with my professional peers. And I use both of those terms very loosely. So loosely. So, so loosely. So we did meet some interesting people, though. Indeed. We met some so really cool people. Exactly right. So when you have these little respites and you need to just clear your head, get a nice cocktail, maybe a plate of something tasty. Oh, look, it's right here. Good. That's nice. It's convenient. You know what? Can we? There's no tables. Let's just sit at the bar. Just fuck it. Let's just sit at the bar. Here we go. Well, I don't know about you. But I think it's been a minute since I sat at the bar with a very attractive woman at my side because we were, I don't like, know. Like they were like gnats. We were <laughs> grandpa were. magnets because they decided <laughs> these little fillies have come all the way into this environment just for me. For me. Yes. <laughs> just for me. Made a beeline to us before the waiter. And stood in the way of the of waiter. Of the waiter. <laughs> so the waiter had to say, can I just get their order? Which was also kind of code for, dude, you got no shot. Can you step off? But, you know, okay, I guess, is it not, is it good for you for trying? Is No. It, the, the amount of, it's not even confidence. The amount, the lack of self-awareness. That's or it. Or situational awareness. That's right? it. It really came full circle. When they trotted out some of their best-loved pickup lines, which, my friend, I've been out of the game a while, but even I know these were losers from the start. These lines are not working on anybody. All right, I'm just going to set a tiny scene. Amy and I are sitting at a high-top table, which is probably about eight feet long, but we have, like, the end cap of it. They have the rest of it. Sure, sure, sure. We sit down both wearing wedding bands. That's important to know at the get-go so anybody who came over completely understood you're seeking out converse I thought they understood you're seeking out conversation you are not seeking out uh some ass in the woods maybe but no conversation uh you're not seeking out anything more that is weird as fuck because the conversations we had there were things like I guess somebody saw one of them one of the group one of the gnats saw my jewish star that i wear every day and said my grandparents survived the holocaust hi and i looked at him <laughs> blink 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 i don't know what to say I to gotta, that i gotta slow you down you don't know what to say to that in temple when you're with your peers <laughs> right. at a religious event okay so here we are in full conference attire with a very hurry up energy Right. Sitting at the bar, reading our menus, engaging with each other, making eye contact with each other. We are not Only. looking around. We are not inviting other people. The energy, the body language, the look, the talk, the sp everything about us screamed. These are two people who are happy by themselves. They don't need your interference. But for some reason, the mental telepathy in this room was so off that we had two chicks come up to us and sit down and start wanting to make kindergarten best friends with us. 
right? I remember when we were leaving. She said, <laughs> oh, I forgot to ask you. We had gotten up to leave. I am out. I am physically out. And Stupido is taking too long to get her bag or whatever. Got caught with a final question. I'm like, but wait, fuck this noise. But wait. I'm out. We're leaving one foot out. And what was her final question? Do you remember? Wait, I, wait. I forgot to ask you where you're from. Where do you guys live? What no, no. Is that's the point? a first question, not What's a we're point? leaving question. And also, and also, the only interaction that I have with you is no, those seats aren't taken. You're welcome to sit in the bar at this communal table and you be with your two people. I even thought, great, it's two chicks. They're doing the same thing we're doing. They're here to, I don't know, eat. That's what they want. Right. Nope, nope, nope. They were there on some kind of reverse dating. Like, is there is there an app for people who are looking to make adult friendships? Like, I don't know what was happening. <laughs> That would I be know great. where they work. I know where they work before where they work. I know why they're there. We do. How much they spent. I know That's where right. they're from. I know what they hope to do in their lifetime. That's I know crazy. A lot about people. And guess how many of those questions I asked? None. Zero. 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 This was all forwarded to me as if I had interest, which I did not. And I did everything in my power to suggest and shut down like we're we're done here and we're done here and we're we're so done. I'm actually not even looking at you or answering your <laughs> questions. I'm now directing all of my attention to the waiter. And who she's is yelling to at me. me. And she's still going <laughs> SeaWorld, SeaWorld, SeaWorld. And before that, I used to work. I worked at SeaWorld. I'm doing marketing now. Oh, my God. And then I worked at the radio forever, which I think is really cool that you guys are in podcasting. The, I was going to get into podcasting, but instead I went to work for SeaWorld. But I was in radio, and I did marketing at radio. You, did you? See you. I'll see you later. Thank you. Why should you? You should order because the waiter doesn't come that often. But those weren't even the worst. The, the crinkly, gray, chest-haired, baseball cap-wearing fucking 70-year-olds coming up to us. I mean, that doesn't really speak well for us now that I say it like that. But in truth, they broke away, right? They're the, it's the kind of kind of stupid shit where there's, I don't know, seven to 26 dudes all standing around a table talking and making golf grips with, you know, like the pepper mill and shit like this. Fake swings. Drinking beer. Yep. Yeah, standing around. Rawr, 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 looking Swinging at nothing. Great. Right. Go live your life, man. I don't have any judgment of you until you want to rope me in. So we sat down and the leader of this motley pack decides I need to break off and go get these gazelles. He came walking down to our end of the table, carrying the bill. And his 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 first line is, here you go, ladies, and gives us the bill. And I'm like, I, I feel like I said something to him, like, unless you're going to put a drink for me on that, I'll see you later. Like I was basically get gone i don't even think i said anything because i was like just disengage disengage shut down <laughs> disengage go away go away go away how can i make you go away i don't want you go away he didn't listen he didn't listen and his big pickup line you forgot it you tell me the one you remember from grandpa joe no, the other one said to me oh yeah you know my wife's on tiktok she really right. likes these videos and those right. videos and i was like you, right. No pretense here. Like, what's happening? Yeah, yep. <laughs> I'm here. I've started. I've started a, a golf care, a golf wear line uh, that focuses on suicide prevention. I'm like another toe tapper. I get that that's your business and that's an honorable pursuit. It's also a little bit weird to make that your lead as the thing to say, right? 
you know, because my son committed suicide, so I'm doing this for him. I'm like, and my wife is on TikTok. And I'm like, this is great. What's your dog do? So we're having all of this conversation. Now, my other favorite, which I think you've blotted from your memory. Maybe. Is the one who got to rambling. And then he decided to let us know. Because I went to high school with Brett Kavanaugh. That's And right. he got a raw deal. That's right. We're like, you mean the <laughs> Supreme Court justice Brett like, Kavanaugh did, do you mean the did rapist did, did he beer drinking alcoholic rapist credibly accused sexual predator Brett Kavanaugh that Wait, one that one yeah yeah I, it okay. was that one by the way we're and he got a raw deal here. we're super done here we oh, got God. to eat at the same place several times we had very weird p- in, human interactions Oy. there were it was crazy, but I do have to say, your girls, dear listener, your girls here know how to entertain themselves and don't actually need, uh, I don't know, octogenarians sharing their stories and all the joy. We don't need any of that. We only need ourselves. And you need no further proof than to hear that over the course of this, I don't know, what was it, 30 hours total? I don't know what you're counting. I'm counting the amount of times we wet our pants. That's, That's what I'm it. counting. That's okay. <laughs> like, what That's are it. you counting? That's it. Was it was crazy. And I am stunned. I am beyond stunned. Because I've been doing real well in this in this area. <laughs> real wall. Real wall. I've been doing real well in this area. It's been like a concerted effort. But this new, new bounds. Like, this was while I was on the toilet. I would start laughing so hard that I thought I'd be done. And then another wave would come. Because that's the other thing. I was laughing so hard on the toilet that I was scaring other people. Like, it's just. Okay. But how could that be, Amy? Wasn't the toilet in your room? No, 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 no. On her way, <laughs> on her way during one of our breaks to use the facilities to avoid a mess. Um, I'm, 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 I'm planning I don't ahead. know if I'm allowed to share this. <laughs> no, I don't know which part you're going to tell because there's so many. Okay, here's how it starts. Here's how it started, and it's your fault, number one. Here's how it started, okay? We'd be walking down these labyrinthian halls that are all weird and too wide, but then suddenly narrow and very strange. Like, it's just the setup was ridiculous. And it had, like, mirrored shit, but the mirror was intended to show you art on the other side of the room to, like, bounce it. So you're walking through, like, a fun house. uh, You think I'm, I'm exaggerating. It was a fucking weird setup. It made it no weird. sense. So you're sort of trying to get your bearings and figure out where things are. And it's, it is more than a mile to get back to the room, et cetera. So you're just trying to, maybe I should, let's just, should we, should we make a pit stop before we go? Okay. So we're leaving this place where even the women are doing this weird hitting on us, right? And we're walking around and we're just so fucking exhausted because you, you kind of, you're like, you're up all day, up all day, up all, go, go, go. And it's time for everything to calm down. So it's getting to be that, the witching hour. When you're a little punchy, you're a little silly, right? Melissa has to go to the bathroom. She can't wait. Oh, look, a family bathroom. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I did not know this is where your story was going. You chose the embarrass me, which means I no. will embarrass you no, next. No, no, I'm telling you what predicated my downfall. Okay. <laughs> it was so, my downfall, so too. So the woman, the woman walked to the family bathroom, opened the door, as you do, went inside, which I thought would not be a problem. And then, like... 
a Looney Tunes cartoon character ejected herself from the door and the room with such violence that the door slammed and came and hit her on the way back out. And she's doing this thing, hi, where she's doing the kind of T-Rex arms and the legs, and she's a lean, tall woman. So there's a lot of bony Skeletor arms coming out, flapping, hair flapping, face open and aghast, terrified, racing, hopping, running, jumping. The whole, like, and the amount of of contortion on your face. I don't know what you saw in that crime scene. It was scene. bad. It was bad. You, it was you a visual. blew yourself out of there. Okay. It was a nasal. I hit a wall of a smell <laughs> that only rivals what I feel like a, a former friend of mine when he was working with the fire trucks and, and, <laughs> and took a terrible call and smelled some horrible things. Only rivaled by what I smelled walking into that bathroom. I, I, I didn't see anything because my eyes immediately went black, brown, and I had to, I had to get out because I could. I had tried to blow the smell out of my nose before it got further in me, and it was. There's so much girl. here. There's just so much here. Who blows up the fucking family bathroom at a conference? It's a conference, and it was like six thirty. Like, nothing had happened. It wasn't even the middle of the night, 2 a.m., nothing. Somebody obviously went in there and had a biological moment. Bad, bad, biological (laughs) hazard. There was a a biohazard in that bathroom, which happens, and it's fine, but you'd think it would dissipate. I wonder now, looking back with my 2020 eyesight, what? Was somebody watching? Did somebody set like? It's, is that even human? Did it something did happen? Like and we a were on prank. a camera show. It did seem like a prank, and you behaved as if, <laughs> as if you were the best comedian in the world. Because when you came so out acting so like this deranged, chaotic sweating. marionette, so <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. My God, that's a really I, good description of me. <laughs> it, it was as if the puppeteer was having a seizure, and you are the puppet. It was the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. And I didn't expect any of it. I didn't know this was going to happen to me. And I, too, had been looking for a toilet. So out she comes. Out she comes. I immediately doubled over. And I didn't even just do the leg squeeze. I took my (laughs) hand and tucked it up. Because I thought, if I don't stop this dam, right, all of Rotterdam will be gone. Right? We call that cupping it. You cupped it. I was it. the girl with her finger in the dike. That's the <laughs> only way to hold it back. <laughs> so I'm leaned over in the middle of a giant pre-function space. Right? So we're in front of, because it's a, it's a huge conference facility, and our entire section of the conference was held in a smaller ballroom. So we are in the huge conference, the grand ballroom, right? Massive. They had, they had put up an entryway just to get in, right? It was ridiculous. It was all big, big, big. So you can, you've been to big places. You know what it is. So we're in that big, giant, open, communal walk space at dinner time where lots bad. of people, there's Congress. They're going to and fro, right? I'm leaned over, grabbing my patucci straight up. <laughs> shaking <laughs> you have fallen over against a wall i believe and i think you're making that silent my body's breaking down but also the stink is still on me so your whole thing was i didn't even know awful. what i i abandoned you i started 
I started doing a little bit of a shuffle because I'm like, I can't stand here because I can only hold the, literally hold the piss with my fingers <laughs> for so long, right? So then I muster up the energy. I think I started saying, shut up. I started yelling out. <laughs> I was so mad. That's right. So I started yelling, shut up, shut up. Because I, I didn't want any more sensory input because I needed to tighten it up. I got to be angry to be able to get this piss to the toilet. So I was walking and I was like, shut up, shut up. So I'm do I'm so here's you. Dear You're, listener, just have you it. ever needed to get to the bathroom and what stands between you and relief is not just situational <laughs> oh that Amy is describing perfectly, but then logistical because on your person you have, I don't know, a belt, a button fly, God help you, a I button, a zipper, uh, a, a little pin, bag, a little crossbody bag, a cross which is super that cute. has to move. Everybody wants to tell me how super cute it is. It's not cute when you got urine getting ready to splash out all over everybody. Okay, so meanwhile, I spot the toilet ahead of me for women. You saw a family and thought family. it's faster. I'm going in, right? And then, oh no, <laughs> oh no. So it's then I right. thought. Oh, so as no. I, I'm like, I got to head for it. I got to head for it. I got to. So I'm I'm wandering, doing the squitchle squitchle quick walk, right, and yelling out, "Shut up!" While I'm walking, so I, I'm as good as that man trying to hold the airplane door in place. Okay, so meanwhile, I get up, and it's one. It, the bathrooms are so big there that they just have the walkway. There's no door to go through. It's like a little corral. You go through the walkway, and then you're in the bathroom, right? Okay, so I can kind of see on the way in, and for some reason, your body I, thought I just decided <laughs> it's happening now. So. In the middle of the pre-function space, long before I had entered the bathroom corral to get into the bathroom or the stall, I began to disrobe. And I buckled my belt. In the hallway, dear listener. All the way off for some reason. Doesn't have to come off. Did you have do you have anything to say when you did that? I unbuckled buckled it like a lasso. Whip that fucker off. And I said, before I knew I'd said it, I said out loud, proudly, shit's about to go down. Whoop, belt came out. Then I realized I had the presence of mind to think, what, what are you doing? I'm not even then in I lost the bathroom my mind laughing. So then I couldn't keep walking. So I'm holding my belt. The pee is flowing. I'm in <laughs> jeans. The pee is flowing. It's out. It's happened. There's no stopping it. Let's just let's just accept that now <laughs> I'm clinging to like cotton panties and denim. Well, how much am I gonna get through, right? And I've learned from prior experience, fortunately for me, that you should walk when this is happening. Don't stand still, because in the past I would just I would limit the damage by just standing in one spot. But then you have a puddle, so I was like, walk, 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 walk. So I walk in, and I'm trying not to laugh as I'm walking, but that didn't work. So then I finally made it to the toilet. Dropped my pants, sat down, the pee's still going. I'm laughing, it's going, shh, 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 shh. The piss is just coming out of me like you would not, because I'm still laughing, 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 laughing. And then I notice that the door doesn't have a lock. So the door on the stall that I'm in is opening, and I can see out to the conference <laughs> pre function area. You don't even know this part. I don't know this. That's when I fell apart laughing and screaming real loud. Because it was really funny, you guys. So I started laughing as if it was happening to someone else, which is my superpower. 
right? <laughs> I laugh at things because I, I don't realize so I should cheap. just be so embarrassed. Instead, I'm like, that's really funny. So I'm sitting here laughing my head off while my hoochie and kakuchi are out for the world as I'm trying the flapping, gaping maw of this door into the pre-function. And then other people are walking in and walking out because they know something's going wrong with this lady and I don't really want to be a part of it. I, she must be with that other conference. We were. So I, we that, were with that, that other way, conference. <laughs> in that way, I, we were notable. But I don't think it's the kind of notoriety that they were interested in, if I'm honest. So that was just one. That's just one combined P-story, of which there are multiple friends. I'm not even talking about when I spit out some gum into a hanky I happen to have and throw it against the wall <laughs> randomly. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking right. about when we accosted that waitress. We had a lot of things going on. So finally, wait, we decided, I have one too. Oh, oh, okay. All, no, I, I mean, all the it. pee stories, you only hit one, but you also <laughs> verbally assaulted someone else. What'd I say? Was I mean to somebody? <laughs> yes. Oh, she deserved it. But then I came back and apologized. No, she fucking brought that she on herself. She deserved it. She deserved it whole. I told her straight up. No, this. You let me clear this shit up. Let me clear Wait, this shit. Let up. me tell the story and then you can clear it up. It's we her fault. Let's start with. Let's start with. Let me tell you. Let me tell you the reality of this woman who brought pain upon herself. Start there, and then I will t- finish. We the story were at a you. podcasting conference, women in podcasting. So the people in this room are. Say it with me, dear listener. Podcasters and Got set that? the scene. Set the scene. We're in our ballroom. We're in. We're not in a restaurant. We're not at a bus depot. We're not. We're not on the pool hall, right? We're not even at the Sea World radio station. We are in the ballroom of a paid, ticketed, paid, ticketed, limited access podcasting conference, seated at a table with a drape on it and a flower in the middle. You've seen these conferences. You know what's happening. We're, somebody paid to get you in there. Okay, now begin. We've reached the evening of the awards ceremony for which we are um, finalists for a couple of awards. So we're pretty excited at the thought of the fact that, A, anyone even listened to our podcast in the first place. B, they not only listened, but put it as a finalist above other people. And C, is it at all possible that we could, oh God, win something? So we were, there was like a tension and joy and not dinner in the room once again <laughs> because that was our oh third trip God. to the Cooper's Hawk whose name you could not get right once and as we're sitting Dumb there name. we don't really know other people so we've gotten to meet other people we've made some friends it's lovely we like these women they know our our issues our struggles show notes all the weird things we have to do to provide this scene for you. Yeah, sure, we do love Everybody in the room is interesting. Everybody has a story to tell. Everybody has a podcast that is successful. It, everybody is worth knowing. So when you're in the room, you you feel comfortable. Even if they're strangers, you all have that commonality. So it's there's it's it's a nice scene. We're 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 poking fun at the physical location, but the community itself it's is excellent. the reason to be there. And that's why we were there. So anyway, okay. The community is excellent. So we sit down at a table. We found an empty table because we're really not joiners that way. But we are thrilled when anybody joins us. So a woman sits down, young woman, 27. And it's a guest, 27, 30. And she says, oh, hello. Talk, talk, talk. Um, 
Do you know that she says to us, do you know that some people have a 60-minute format for a podcast? How crazy is that? Who listens to an hour of a podcast? Who enters a room and starts throwing comments out like that when you don't know who you're talking to? Sure, Lovely sure, that's to fine. Meet you, yeah, sure, that's fine. <laughs> the world has turned into a TikTok swipe. If you don't feel an hour long is good for you, tiny storytelling, sure, sure. And I said, oh, that's interesting. What's your podcast about? I'm curious because I now know whatever it is, it's in max twenty minute bite sized pieces. So I'm very curious to know. And she said, straight face, oh, I don't have a podcast. And uh, I tilted my head and I looked at her and I thought, what the fuck are you doing here? Like I said, oh, do you have one that you're getting ready to put out? Because I could see coming there and right. learning from people to, to get all the information, to not make the same mistakes everybody else did. Sure. No, no, no. I'm a listener. Dear listener, was this you? Is it? Was this you? Because if it was, Amy again apologizes. So she said, I said, well, what do you do? I want to help her. If she wants to start a podcast, which she showed no interest in doing, I want to help you. This might be something that you can podcast about if it's interesting to people. What, what is it that you do, miss? And her answer was, well, for fun, I do makeup for like, cr- help me. What, what, what kind of makeup is that? Well, for I'll tell you the horror truth. Horror movies ta- for yeah. horror makeup. Special effects makeup. Special effects. Thank you. FX makeup, right? So she goes, you've got to see it. And I'm like, I don't. But she opened up her camera. And if it's something that brings her joy, sure. So she shows me one that's kind of gross, but it's fine. And I look at it. I'm like, ooh, cool scar. Hoping that this is the end, the beginning yeah, and end. done here. Let me jump in. So here's what's happening. We're seated at this table. You are, I'm in the middle of you two. (laughs) You are on my left. She is on my right. At about this time, when she said, I don't have a podcast, I magically had some business on my phone. Right, you checked out. And I did, in fact. My son was texting me, so I I actually literally checked out. I visually checked out as if to say, yeah, okay, what? Because before, oh, I need a moment. So I got I nothing to phone. learn from you is what Amy and said. I, and, and then I left. was in question and answer mode with a bit of business with my son. So I was doing this and I am quite adept and I didn't hear a word that you were saying. Right. Didn't hear a word. So the phone that she's showing these graphic images is going from her hand in front of my face to Melissa <laughs> in front of my face to Melissa. And when I look up to see why is there a phone directly in front of my face it is the goriest, freakiest, most horrific murder, uh, fucking crime scene photo documentation evidence for the police department that you have ever <laughs> seen in your life. Murder, dirt. And when you're expecting it, it's jarring. When you're not expecting it, it's trauma. <laughs> I okay? thought Amy was going to fall out of her chair. I complimented the one with the scar on the face. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's great. She goes, you ain't seen nothing yet. I did and a when- jump scare. When this shit got in front of my <laughs> eyes, I, I yelled out, sat back, and was like, huh. Ah! And I said, don't show me that again. What are you talking about? And then I went back to doing what, what I was doing with my son. And evidently, I made no impact. My voice was not heard. I mean, pustules. Like, there were some very horrifying. It was a face. 
um, with scary contacts in the first place. So it's like movie makeup, right? So scary, like white eye contacts. And then the craziest pustules all over and scars. It was gross as hell, which right. kudos, friend. You did a, a great so job the conversation of making me want to throw up. The conversation between the two of you continued despite my protestation. And so you. I said to her directly and loud enough for probably the whole conference room to hear. I think we are well aware of my volume. I said, I'm not <laughs> making myself clear. I don't want to see that. Right? Ever. That's ever. All I, I don't want to see that. Right? And then she was evidently like I was when I was texting my son. She was in her own world and didn't hear me because then a third and final time occurred when she picked up her favorite, the coup de gras, the face that crushed a thousand dreams and launched everyone's nightmares and put it not just passed it to me, not just laid it on the table. Did one of these fuckers where the phone like a two year old look, mommy, is in your eyes so that it's so close it's blurry. Like, it was unavoidable to the point where I almost smacked it out of her hand. But instead, I turned my face to her. We're sitting shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> this, was, this was where I... Uh, Shit's about later, to go down, people. Shit's required, about to go down. I later, my behavior later required an <laughs> apology. So I turned to her and right dead in her fucking face said, you need to shut up and move. <laughs> Get up. Don't talk. Leave this table. Stop talking. You can't be around me. Get out. Get up and get out. Until her face went ashy white, she closed the phone and stared at her hands and didn't say anything for probably 11 minutes after that. Didn't look up, didn't get up, but didn't do anything. She heard me then. She heard me. Okay. And so then I realized... This is kind of harsh. It's kind of <laughs> harsh. So after I could, I mean, I had a, I had a visceral response. So then I leaned over to 11 her. 11 minutes later, she, I realized. And I, I leaned over to her. Harsh. 11 minutes later, I leaned over to her. I mean, it was silent after I had done this. And I was like, The whole room was silent. <laughs> Our whole Good table was silent. Good. <laughs> so, okay. All right. So anyway. I leaned over, I put my arm on the back of the chair. I didn't touch her, but, you know, I leaned over, I put my arm on the back of the chair and rested it there, and I leaned in, and I said, I owe you an apology. And she kind of sat bolt upright and looked at me, and there were tears in her eyes at this point, right? And I said, I, I had too big a reaction. Let me tell you why I'm sorry, and let me tell you why. And I went in and I explained I wasn't paying attention. You caught me off guard. I can't handle that content even when I'm braced and prepared for it. This was a very frightening response to me, a frightening thing for me. And my response was to attack. And that's exactly what, so I, you know, let me just, let's now, I would love to hear more. Are you in the film industry? Can you tell me a little bit? Like, right. I don't want to see any more of your pictures, but help me understand. Like, like, let me be a person now. Okay. And we softened it and everything went fine and all the rest of it. And you know, she never said, uh, thank you. And she never said, oh, it's okay. But we did get to a point where we were a little bit chatty back and forth. And I, I felt She didn't okay leave the it. table. I would have been like, no, that bitch but be fucking, cray and I would have left. I told her to get the fuck out. <laughs> and she still didn't leave then. What I now know. Oh, my God. I should have stood up and left. But as you know, I was tired. And every time that I have to get up, I feel like I have to pee. And I have to pee. Oh, my God. <laughs> I had done a lot of walking. And a lot of a lot of uh, bladder control. I mean, there was a lot happening for me. No, I, here's a pro tip for you: if you have questionable content, 
you don't have the right to share it wherever, whenever. If she was a porno uh, director, would she be taking out her porn and saying, look, here's a picture of somebody's genitals, you know, I, this is what I did today at work. In, what did you do? Here's this. Yeah, I don't, I mean, come on. At a certain this point. is a before the gangbang picture of her labia. This is a post picture I mean, after gangbang of her like labia. People, it's like people <laughs> that watch, watch boob movies on airplanes. You know, you look up and you see naked breasts with nipples coming at you. And you're like, what, where, why, why, what, where? Is it is do we have full frontal penises or go watch Saltburn now on the airplane for everybody to see? It's one thing if you have it on your device and you're looking on your device when it's up on the screen that everybody can see. That's a lot. I mean, I don't know, man. I feel like content should have matters an audience yeah. before. Yes. Before you just broadcast it everywhere. Like if you're not OK, bringing your bloody horror film into the kindergarten area. Think twice before you show it to me. You don't know. You don't know my mental state. Evidently, based on my reaction, I could kill you. It ain't good. Right? Um, so. Before we let Orlando um, go back to being Orlando, by the way, I sat next to very small children on my flight back, and I had to change what I was watching because thank you. That's not appropriate. Because you're but a human let me tell with a brain. You. Yeah. Okay. That checks. Okay. Out. Coming back to we are both home, landed safe. Everything's great. Um, we get back to our families, right? I have a kid flying in tonight from Greece. I oh, have. Oh, I thought you already picked her up. No, nope, not yet. It's it's this evening, and I'm okay. very excited. She texted her father with all of the fruit she would like from Costco at the house. She texted her mother with the Chick Fil A order she would like waiting in the car. Um, I guess Greece doesn't have great fruit or Chick Fil A, so we will be okay. bat and clean up on that. I did have. Um, an impromptu dinner party, which evidently I'm going to be having a whole lot more of. <laughs> well, because so, they discovered you're 45 minutes from school. You cook like it's your fucking job and you're getting paid for it. Your meals are excellent. Why? And it and they're free. So why not come home with a van full of big men, boys, from college to eat and then go back to school? And the other part of it, too, is... They do an abbreviated winter session. They call it J-term because it's all of January and it's over now. And their next session doesn't start until probably Thursday or Friday. So what are they doing? Bring, bring, bang. And I'm just rooting for him and I'm happy and he seems to be in the right place. But I have created a monster because now that these girls have come here, uh, I've already gotten another text. Hey, can we come over before term starts again? I want to bring a different group. And, and so it's like, t- guys, this is not, I'm yes, not the catering of course office. You, can. you are, you are the <sighs> catering office and the, your house. Haven't you always wanted your house to be the place where the kids, I just went to breakfast this morning and discussed with my friend, Michelle, how <clears throat> she left, went away for the weekend to my shore house and she left three boys in the house, but she preemptively stocked the house with, food for them candy and (laughs) she came home everything was gone and she's like what the hell they're coming back that you want your house to be where the kids hang out because I do I do like it that people want to be here I I do absolutely like it the only reason that I have pause over this is I want him to like being at college I feel like it's a novelty for the rest of them because they're so far away from home Uh, these are everyone he's bringing over from you know 
flights away. They're not, the majority yeah, of his school is, yeah, once the term starts, they're not coming back, but this is downtime. Yeah. It's better that they come to you than get into shit with that free time. These are so. a, a group of wildly privileged, bright children. The only thing that happens with that and no direction is trouble. So the fact that they want to drive to you, take it, love it. I have a full pantry of Hostess, Drake's Cakes, of all the things because I want the right of return. I want them to come back. And to, I built a fucking shore house so they would come back. I want to know what's happening. And I don't think that my systematic way of raising children with shame and abuse was the way to get them to come back. So okay, this way, gotcha. snack, cakes, snack cakes and the sand is what is working right now. So I endorse <laughs> whatever it takes, whatever it takes. If they pull this all the way through the semester, it's an issue. They do like college. You don't get this during that. But now it, I, it, I think it's nice that he wants to share his plenty with his people. That's lovely. Yes. Yes, he's a good boy. Let's get back to anal. Okay, so now I'm going to tell you a fun story. Uh, I went out to dinner with my girlfriend and her husband, and he is a physician. Fantastic. He also is trained to do a bris, right? He's part moil, part pediatrician, because who wants to be just one thing? So he wow. has his side business is circumcisions. Great. Love it. You know seven days in advance that you're... Baby is going to need terrific. He gets requests seven, eight, nine, ten times a year because he's not the only one in the business. And maybe people want a rabbi and not a doctor. Fine, fine, fine. So he starts to tell us about a bris that he had today. He had coming up today to do. And the stats start coming in and it starts sounding a little weird. And then I got the rest from his wife today. Ready? Their house is too dirty to have the bris at their own home, so they are looking for another venue. He needs to know where to go to do this. Okay. Okay, fine. You want to outsource. They got on Airbnb locally and found a house that they were going to rent for the day. A bed and brisket. Oh, my God. A bed and brisket. If you don't do something with that, I swear to you, I'm stealing it. And I'm putting it on a T-shirt, and then you're going to sue us. Ooh, it's not for all markets. Okay. Okay. So this bris has a house which is too dirty to host, an Airbnb that they're renting. They get in touch with the homeowner, and they say, we really only need it for a couple of hours. Well, first of all, as the homeowner, I think. Are you a whore? I'm a sex worker. Do not talk to me Are that you way. shooting a <laughs> pornographic horror film? Because, boy, do we have the producer for you. Boy, do we. So, she's a little teary, but she'll get the job done. <laughs> just don't yell at her. She's fine. So then, You need to leave and stop now. talking right now. Yes, that was the, that you was the worst part. You need to get up and be somewhere else. She froze. It was, tar- it was terrible. <laughs> so she calls him back after she secures this other place and, and avails the owners of information about what's going to happen there. So they're like, oh, you know what? Just take it. I think they didn't even charge them because it was only like two hours that they needed it. Fantastic. Lovely people. I love you. Thank you. There's humanity. How is your house too dirty to knife a penis? <laughs> so she calls the next day and says to the but doctor, real, my friend, she question. says, what? I, I don't know. Well, I do know because right now all the snow has melted and I have three dogs that are wrestling in puddles of mud and bringing it in the house. So I understand. Okay. But fine. 
great. I don't think they had dogs, by the way. So house okay. is too dirty. Other house. Hey, I had a question. Phone call. What size needle do you use to numb the baby's penis? I'm asking because I have already 30 gauge needles here for my husband's penis. Oh, 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 your house is too dirty for a bris. I'm out. <laughs> You're injecting your husband's penis on the regular. I'm out. <laughs> I don't I don't like this people. Hi. Well, I'd like get- to come to your bed and breakfast because we're going to do a little light mutilation of my child. You know, religious-based. Come on, let's go. Let's go. It doesn't let's get better. Go. It seems they got the baby from a surrogate. That's okay. And, yeah, wait. And I want you needles, to keep... Needles in the penis? Not not okay, typically. Well, okay. now we understand why you're injecting your husband's penis and it might not work because a surrogate carried your child. Then... My friend goes to the bris and the husband is well over 60. And then yeah. the needle comes into play again. And then you realize how old he is and they're renting the house. Then he's there and seven people come to the bris. I was expecting bigger, uh, not of the penis, but of the size of the crowd. If you had to go ahead and rent a place to have it, seven people is is ridiculous. It's not even a full gathering. It's not a full minion of people. It's not, wait, it gets better because the two people who gave them the house for the day decided they've never seen a bris before. So Ew! now there are nine people there because these two strangers were like, this sounds cool and it's in my bris rental. Spectators? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then my girlfriend the calls today going on? to give me all this other information and she says, I think they stole this baby. It is so shady from from start to finish. It is the shadiest shit I've heard. And I'm Why sorry I wasn't it's there. Okay. Why do you think it's okay to put needles in a penis if you're 60? What do you I think mean, is happening could, with these needles? It could be doctor prescribed, couldn't it? No. Dear you listener, have you in ever and injected? jab the penis <laughs> and then extract the semen. You, you use a little bit of a stroking motion. Do and you then think they were? <laughs> it comes out on its own. Thanks it for the lesson. It comes out. I'm the sex worker. I do not need you <laughs> giving me information. I'm totally pulling that drop. I'm the sex worker. <sighs> You're welcome for that. I, I think the whole thing the, is shady. Okay. Would you ever voluntarily elect to go to a bris? I know you've been to them before, but why yeah, would sure. you want to go to one? Why would you say, yeah, sure. It sounds like fun. What are you doing? Someone I don't know. Uh, you want to go see a bris? You want to go watch Wait. a watch a baby have this happen? No. Where is it? How good no. is the schmear that follows? If the if the catering afterwards is like, okay. is it mainline Philadelphia because they got good schmear there? Is it in Orlando? No fucking way. Like, which oh one is God. it? Which one is it? I would consider thing. guest starring or hosting or something fun at a bris if the schmear was good, dear listener. Would you be, what would it take for you to be a spectator at a religious function that requires injections and needles, people you don't know? Write in and let us know. Brilliantobservations at gmail.com. Go to Instagram at Listen Brilliant. I'm begging you not to send pictures of brisses to that account. You can go to Facebook, but you'd be the only one there. Um, we'll, we'll answer you, but it's like the ring doorbell. We only know if you go. Where are we? Where can you find a few videos of us and uh, what we look like we're while on, we podcast? We're on TikTok. Come find see us. us on TikTok. 
You can type in Brilliant Observations Podcast, or you can type in Listen Brilliant. Either one will get you where you need to go. How about it? We only have a few, but just pressure Amy to put more on there, and you got I'll it. I'll do it. I said I would. Yeah, you said a lot of things. You said I'm you listening. wouldn't pee your pants, too, and wow, did we have to special <sighs> bag our clothes for the way home. You know what? I I am proud of my performance all the way around. <laughs> even Shit's even about the, to go down. Even the aggression toward a, toward a stranger. I'm You'll proud of my performance. I, I clean that up, right? Uh, it's okay. I cleaned it up. I can't be held responsible for an involuntary response, which is what I had, right? I, I can then take responsibility for it after the fact. So that's what happened. I have done very well, and I'm proud of my urine containment for this entire event. Because when you think about how much we had loaded no. up <laughs> and how bad we were laughing, we weren't able to walk. We were leaning against the walls. At one Bent point, over. I dropped to my knees in the middle of the area. It was a lot. There was a lot of stress release, and it was fucking funny, legit. And, like, the sensory input was just too much. All You've been in these moments where you're like, this shit's about to go down, right? And that's all I meant. That's all I meant. <laughs> but I have to say it with such velocity and coupled with the violence of me removing my belt. <laughs> like oh. a lion tamer. You were I just really removing your belt. Make, I think it did make that slap. I think it came out and made a noise. That was all part of it. It was, Dear listener, it was we wish we could have shared that experience with you in real life. <laughs> We're going to have a convention, and you're going to come, and you're going to watch all of it. We are so grateful that you turned us on. I hope we turned you on in some way, although I cannot imagine how. Ugh. We love you so much. Come back again next week for more Piss Poop Talk. We're here for you. We love you. All the time. Bye. Bye. I'm the sex worker. Bye.